Welcome to You Must Chill, the weekly podcast on all things Scream Free. My name is John Allen Turner, and that guy over there in the Pepperdine cap, he's Hal Edward Runkle. Yo. Hal, how are you today? I'm better. Yeah? Better. Better every day. Then? Better than yesterday. <laughs> now, for those of you who, who didn't listen last week, um, Hal has had surgery since the last time we spoke. Yes. So you had, you had surgery Thursday. It's it is currently Monday. Yeah. So day it, four of recovery. And so so you had surgery on your right knee. You had you had torn your ACL. Is that what yes. you had done? Okay. And uh, an MCL and um, ACL and MCL and uh, meniscus and meniscus. And they they went in. They they uh, let's see. They took uh, stuff from your hamstring to repair the ACL. The ACL. Yes. And then they they were supposed to just sort of clean up your meniscus, but, but they, they ended up taking eighty percent of it because it's it was trash. Because deteriorated. The MCL so heals on its own, so it right. healed. It healed, but they. Uh, yeah, the meniscus, 80%'s gone. and Ugh. Yeah. So your dreams of being the starting point guard for the Houston Rockets... Are, are, are a bit on the back shelf. Yeah, right now. okay. Yeah. I right. was a little disappointed by that. Uh, <laughs> by the fact that you'll not be the starting point guard for the Houston Rockets. He, what he, I just came back from the doctor, the first doctor's appointment today, where they drained a bunch of blood and Ugh, looked at yeah, it yeah. and stuff. And, uh, and he said, uh, in nine months, uh, he just... He said, you could play half court. Hmm? You know, okay, I, I know so you're not going to be running. Um, no. He yeah. said, if you go at it intensely playing basketball, as I was hoping to do. Yeah, you were hoping to get back get out back there and on, really play pickup basketball said, full court. within five thing. years, you'd be getting a partial knee replacement. Well, he said, already, you're going to have to have one when you're 55 or so. Yeah. So, you know, between, he said, between 12, oh, 15, 15 years, years yeah. you're going to need one, but don't hasten it. Yeah. Okay. So I got some bone on bone that'll be happening. So I'm a little disappointed that. Yeah. But everything else looks great. Uh, and um, I'm feeling better every day. I got some great meds. And you went to, did you start physical therapy today? No. I okay. start uh, Wednesday. Wow. In a couple of days. So I'll do it right. twice this week. So, But I've already got little little things I need to be doing. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you're up and about. Yeah, and I'm actually in, so you're, the, you're I'm in the office. It's yeah. the first day out of outside of my house. Yeah. I, had, I went over to your house last night and I, I yeah. saw the recliner was kind of growing up around Absolutely. you. So I, I knew you needed to get up and about and yes. do some things. So Got outside today. <laughs> Although today is an awful day to be out and about. It's like the weather is crazy. Terrible all over the country. All over the country. Did, right. did you obviously you watched football all weekend, right? Because you were those guys trudging. Yeah, I had, oh had nothing else to do. That's so. horrible. Running around in the snow like that. In the well, running around the snow would be great. I just think about sitting there in the stands. Oh, You're not oh, moving who at does all. That? Yeah, oh. and you're next to people the whole time. <laughs> you're not moving. I just no. No. I think it's interesting that for you the worst part is, and I'm next to next people to the people? whole time. Yes, I got to be close to people. <laughs> Yes. But you decided to do uh, the surgery this time of year because things kind of, uh, they slow down a little bit, sure. you know, in terms of travel. Travel slows down. People don't bring in a lot of guest speakers, The you know, the, for the holidays. Close, to, close yeah. to December. We're into the holidays now. So, you, I mean, both you and I traveled last week to different army installations. I was in Kansas City where you talk about cold. Yeah, Holy you were. Holy moly. Yeah, it was, uh, I left uh, Kansas City, it was nine degrees. Crazy. I landed here in Atlanta. It was 75 degrees. Yeah, on the other side of the front. That will mess with your body. It's wild. Yeah. Well, how do you, how do you pack for it and dress for oh, it and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah. Was... I got to go to D.C. where it was the same weather it was, was here. Because so. you're on this side of the, mm-hmm. on the, front. Of the cold front. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yep. So, But but you, you don't have any more travel until... Christmas. 
What? Christmas. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Because Christmas, you're going to Texas back for the holidays. Town. Yes. Oh, that's going to be fun. I get yes. to stay here this year for Christmas. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, my sister and brother-in-law have, uh, over they the summer, here. they moved here, right? right? So they're, they're here, and my parents live about 70 miles from us, which is nice. Right. So, yeah, we're not going anywhere. We're just hunkering down for the holidays. All righty. You have your Christmas shopping done? Um... My wife tells me that we've made progress. <laughs> I mean, again, I, I I have been in and out of it. Well, yeah, the and last with all the pain days. meds, we may need yes. to take your credit cards away exactly. from you. Exactly, it's probably be not a good idea. Ordering who knows what? Oh, and twice, yeah, I'd be ordering the same thing over and over again. <laughs> what? Yes. I thought we'd. So no, my shopping is poor. But but it was it was easy. One one thing was easier this year What's was that? buying for my wife. Okay, so what? Yeah. Because we got each other the same gift. We got new carpet for our oh, living room. You're the, you turned into that family. Yes. You know yes. we have too. Yeah, because you're getting we are in the getting fridge. a refrigerator. Yeah, you you told us that. Yeah, we're yeah. getting a, a a big French door mm. with the freezer on underneath. Bottom. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what we're looking at. If we can find one, it's counter depth and you know yeah. all of that kind of stuff. I know all the specs. Trust me. Oh yes. In comparison shopping. And I know all about carpet now, and, but the carpet's done. It's already in. It's great. We got it before my surgery. And so now, it, so that made that a lot easier. You do, like, it says something about the stage of life you're in where you think, you know, for Christmas this year, hmm. let's get ourselves a fridge. Right. It's it because it's, you know what it is, is at this stage of life where you and I are at, where <laughs> we are looking towards... You know, we're not we're not in the about to start a new career. No, right. So we're in the prime earning phases of our lives, <laughs> right? Let's hope. Although, yeah, let's hope. If this is prime earning, yes. I, you know. Well, we're entering into the prime earning. That's what I'm we're in hoping the for. Prime earning yes. right now. <laughs> so, and the reason why we have to is because we're looking at the ridiculous expense of college oh, coming up, my right? Yeah, 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 yeah. For your three and my I'll two, have three. and so I think the carpet thing, the fridge thing, it's a kill two birds with one stone. We're gonna right. have to buy, one of these buy things exactly. Eventually. So let's do it for Christmas. <laughs> And hey, let's throw in a couple of our birthdays yeah, as exactly. well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. Let's cancel it all. So I, so I think it's a very efficient decision. Do you remember the uh, like the first thing you got, Jenny, for Christmas? Well, here's what's interesting. All those years ago. Well, here, this is a okay, stage of our relationship, like yeah. you said. Yeah. You know, when we were dating, the Christmas gift was a big deal. Yeah. A really big deal. When you're right? dating and, you, yeah, and you're, you don't have a lot of money. Mm-mm. So you're having to save up and you're thinking and looking and checking and talking to her friends yes. and all of that kind of stuff. I bought her a ring Ooh. that actually had a diamond in it. It was a hundred dollars. The diamond was, the diamond was microscopic. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and she, but when this was the first Christmas we were dating, we were sure, still in high yeah. school, and she bought me a hundred dollar polo shirt, which Ooh. you know what I still have actually. Wow. Twenty four years later, or whenever twenty five, I don't know what it is. That's quite a. It well, was quite a shirt. One would hope that it would last yes. for twenty years. A hundred dollars back for in nineteen ninety yeah, sure. or nineteen eighty nine. Those are, are nineteen ninety dollars. Yes, yeah. So that was. So, but after we got married, for several years we did not buy each other Christmas gifts. Before you had kids. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you just didn't. We because. Well, you were poor. We were poor, right, so but also, that. but that's not why we did that. Why? We did it because we were so. Hmm, enmeshed in a lie about what marriage is supposed to be. Do tell. The idea that we would give each other gifts 
would make would like be a statement that we're not the same person, that we're not one. Oh, so you wouldn't give one another because this we're would be one. My gift to you. But yes. I, there's no me and there's no you. There exactly. Is us. There's only us. There's only we. Could you have rationalized it by saying, "What is our gift to us this year?" No, because then we didn't have any money. So, so, <laughs> so now we're at the what is our gift to us, right? But hopefully we're uh, in a much so, better place. So let me get this straight. So yeah. There was a time in your relationship where you really believed that to give one another gifts would have revealed some sort of weakness in the, the bond or the yep. unity. Did you give one another birthday gifts? Mm, yes, because only one of us was having the birthday at that time. Okay, all right. right? All right. If, I'm surprised you didn't just merge yes, your birthdays. Exactly. We don't have a we don't have individual birthdays anymore. Right. We have a birthday and it's our anniversary. Yes. When when the oh, world when yeah, the that's world right. So we no longer have individual <laughs> birthdays. That's right. <laughs> That fits that's right, right with the, uh, the whole unity candle exactly, thing. Exactly, that, I, that where, we talk yeah, about you, in the book. You, do that, yeah. you know, where the two candles light right. into and one, then and we, then you blow them out. And we did that, I know. And that's the, you know, it, it, I, I, we tell that whole story in the book, because yeah. it was such a fallacy that so many of us live under, is that when we become one, there's no more there's you, no more there's I. no more me, there's only us. Right. There's no more we, there's only I. I mean, there's no more uh, I, there's only we. And, and now we say a very different message, that, yeah. you know, I is the best thing you can bring to your marriage. Well, and I tell people there is there's a me, there's yeah. a you, and there's an us. Absolutely, and that helps. I think that helps a lot of people understand some of what they've considered their needs. Like yeah. his needs, you know, right, are sure. these things, and she has different needs. But I, a lot of the things that we list as needs, they're not needs. I don't. I don't they're need wants. that. They're wants. They're wants. Right. Although I do think mm-hmm. that in ter- there's a there's a you, there's a me, and there's an us. Us needs some things. Marriage needs things. Marriage absolutely. Needs Our things. marriage needs things. Yeah. Our marriage needs sex. Yeah. Our marriage needs, needs romance. Needs romance. Our marriage needs security. I think Our it marriage, needs friendship. Yeah. It, our marriage needs kindness. Our marriage. Now, right. I don't need those things in order to behave properly. True. But our marriage needs those things in order to thrive. Right. Exactly. So. So well, okay. So. But so, that's a difficult thing to. It's a difficult thing to tease out for folks, right? Because they say, "Well, if your marriage needs it, then that means you need it." No, I can live mm-hmm. without sex. Mm-hmm. Right, but my not marriage. Not only that, but I can behave respectfully towards my partner, even though absolutely he or she doesn't meet my needs. Right, right, which I wouldn't qualify as a need. Right, so like but, you and I were I, there was that time you and I were listening to a speaker. Yeah, we won't mention him by name. Right, but he was he was essentially giving a rationalization. This is why men act the way they do because women, you're not doing this. Right, and guys, if you want your wife to do this. You got to stop doing that because you have to know that when you do that, she can't help it right. when she behaves in a certain way. And you turned to me and said, "But what if I'm a grown up?" <laughs> Which I, I love that. I, I actually included that story that in, the in the marriage in the book. book. Yeah, yeah, because it's saying uh, I'm just going to take my ball and go home. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. Well, yeah. If you don't treat, if me you don't do yeah. that, you know, which we would never let our kids get away with, oh. but we justify for ourselves. But it's all because we've been lied to about what oneness really means. And we were stuck in that lie, and that's why we didn't give. So I remember it was a big deal when, and it was it was a fun deal when we started buying for each other because it brought back the mystery oh, into the relationship yeah. because I was hiding a what I was chase exactly a little, yeah, what a I was hunt. and so what I, I was listening throughout the latter months of the year to think about what, what she might she you know exactly and, and when the great thing was I wasn't. 
I, I had no, uh, I gave up on the idea that it had to be equal to whatever she was getting me. Oh yeah. That's another big thing. Yeah. You know, because here's, here's the pattern in a lot of, uh, traditional marriages, yeah. right? Let's just not getting, get each other anything. Right. Right. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh-huh. Right. And then one person. one person goes out of their way yep. and says, I know we weren't supposed to and get it's usually anything. the guy. And here's your thing. And it's a thing, you yeah. know, it's a, it's a robe or, or a, a negligee. Pair, pair of slippers or something like that. And I just she like saying goes, that word. <laughs> negligee. And then she gives him like a $1,500 power saw. Yeah, right. And you're like, well, that's, yeah. I don't, yeah. um, mm-hmm. this is only the first part of your present. The second yeah, part is. coming a month later. Yeah, still mm-hmm. on back order. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. uh, you yeah. know, because then there's this kind of inequity thing. Right, right. But it, it got fun when it was mysterious and i didn't care it was just a you know extension and and i'll and i and now that i'm even saying that yes we got the carpet for each other this year but <laughs> are you doing it the little but thing i know, too? Yeah, yeah i i will i will get stuff for her and little things you know yeah. uh, maybe more than little things but, listen to you yeah but she'll do she the same thing she doesn't listen to this does she, she oh my gosh she don't even know yeah. she doesn't care anything she, about she doesn't even anymore. know that we yeah, have <laughs> you do a podcast what <laughs> With who? Really? <laughs> I told you not to spend time with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think, uh, you know, what we usually do is uh, we usually take a trip somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's, that's our thing. That's your thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because, and I, I will... You don't, give, you don't give anything? There's nothing in the stocking that no, you slip not in usually. there? I mean, nothing? You know, no, like a, no. Really? Yeah. Nothing at all. And, and uh, we've done that before. Or like, mm-hmm. we've kind of gone back and forth with this, you know, and... Um, and this is one of the best pieces of premarital counseling we received All right. from a friend of ours in California, a guy named Steve Payton. And Steve told Jill, if you want something, tell him. Ask for it. Yeah. He's not a mind reader. Right. And he, he told me the same thing. So this whole thing, and he explained it, like, this is what happens at Christmas. Mm-hmm. You assume, well, if she really knows me, then she'll really know what to get right. me. And she'll get you something, and you'll be disappointed. Which is, and then you'll be mad at her for not being able to read your mind. You'll be mad at her for your inability Ex- to, to represent uh, yourself. Exactly. exactly. Which is dumb. Yes. And, it's the ultimate passive-aggressive setup. And so yeah. it has always felt weird to us to say, all right, tell me what you want. I'm going to write it down. Yeah. All right, what size and what color? Right. Okay, why don't I just hand you the credit card? Yeah. Because it's all coming from the same account anyway. Well, that's another thing about buying for couples. It's usually coming from the same account, usually. So now we just, rather than guess, rather Mm -hmm. than be coy, or rather than be like all business-like about it, let's just go somewhere fun and do something. Gotcha. You know, so that's, that's usually what we do. I don't know where we're going this year. I was hoping we were going to Hawaii, but that may, uh, looks like that trip may... Mm. Not happen. So we're. I'm. I'm not sure. Alrighty. But we're gonna go somewhere. There you go. Yeah. There you go. It may even. And we even. One year, I remember when we didn't have a ton of money, mm. and we just did a staycation. Like we just stayed sure. in Atlanta. And there's so much stuff to do here. Sure. So it, it may be something like that. I don't know. But couples do it differently. But it, it. It's always fascinating. You know, one of the cool things about being a therapist is I get to you know be a voyeur into people's. Uh, uh, living rooms and bedrooms and kitchens and and whatever. Wow, what kind of therapy are you practicing? <laughs> <laughs> I never mm-hmm. thought of it as uh, creepy as uh, oh, yeah? you just sort of 
put it out there like that. Yeah, I'll let your imagination go. Then. No, yeah. no, no. So you get to. But sort people of peer do. Into, I mean, every sure. every couple does things a little bit differently. I'm always, right. I'm much more than what they do. I'm curious as to why they do it. Okay. Right. And is and I'm always listening for. Is there this we're not separate thing that my, yeah. that we had early early on? Is there this? It's got to be totally equal, right? Well, or is there a freedom, or is there this, I have to get what they want, or can it be, no, I want to get them something that I want to give them? Yeah, that's a different thing. Yeah, that I just want to express, and, that, and that's the that's the one piece about the five love languages that I don't like, is it's, I don't want to just speak your language. Right. Right, the language that you receive, right? Because I, I'm not as fluent in that language as I am in mine. Right. And I, I want to, and as if those are actual things, yeah, right? Yeah, I, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. construct that's helpful. But I like to just say, you know what, I'm going to get you this because I wanted to get you this. And it's an expression mm-hmm. of me, and I don't know how you're going to receive it. Yeah. I'm not getting it because of how I think you're going to receive it. I'm getting it, and I'm giving <laughs> it to you because of how I want to give it. Well, to some extent, isn't that like what's behind when you, you know, giving lingerie? Yeah. Like that's... A <laughs> you, <laughs> It can be. I, I'm sure there are some women out there who love wearing lingerie sure. and love getting lingerie. Sure. For the most part, when a guy gives a woman lingerie, yeah. it's not really for her. <laughs> right? Well, it depends on where he's bought it. But yes, if he's buying her functional underwear that she likes, it's, well, that's, that's expensive. Not lingerie, right, right. That's if you're talking about Fredericks of Hollywood you know, stuff, then yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not. I'm not there's giving a, this. There's a message. I saw it through. I thought, yeah, I was nah, listening in on their conversations the last couple nah, of months, huh. and I've discerned mm-hmm. that this is what you want. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you brought up something interesting. You brought up premarital counseling, and right, a while right. back somebody asked us to, yeah, to talk yeah, about yeah, this yeah. on a podcast, and so you know, it, might as well do it because sure. you brought it up. Yeah. Well, there you go. Look at that. You know, seamless transition. Yeah. <laughs> Point A, now moving on to point B, on the yellow pad, <laughs> premarital counseling. Yeah. It's, now, do you do a lot of premarital counseling? No. Have you? I, You know what? Through my career, I have not. I've done a ton of it. Yeah? Because As a pastor. pastors do yeah, it far yeah, more yeah. than therapists. And that's kind of my thing. Uh, if I'm going to marry a couple, I want to get to sure, know them. Sure. And I want to know... So I used to say... Hey, do premarital counseling. You can do it with me. You can do it with whoever. I don't care. Right. But more and more, I'm saying no. You want to? I want to do it with me. Right. Because this is how I get to know you. Sure. And we create a common language, the three of us. And then when I get up in front of everybody and I'm talking to you, right. I'm not just saying generic words. Like right. I'm saying words that we've talked about before. Right. So yeah. I yeah I've done a lot of it. All right. And the reason why there's a th- I'm making a blanket statement. Here. Go ahead. Okay. But not a lot of therapists do a ton of it. Right. Because therapists were clued into the research a while ago that it doesn't work. Mm. Now, yeah. since yeah, then, yeah, in the last yeah, few yeah, years, there's, there's been some been some pushback. Yes, yeah. that that it can be very help that can be helpful. Yeah. But in terms of preventing divorce, it has not been shown to. Right. Now, there again, there are some studies that have come out recently. The Gottman folks have shown that it can be can be helpful, but not as helpful as we would love it to be. It's not as the end all. Yeah, oh yeah, be it's, all. it's certainly not a silver bullet. It's no. not a panacea. It's not it's an inoculation against divorce or anything like that. Nothing close. I think what it does show sometimes is uh, a willingness uh, to to do some digging around, to sure. do some investigation, and I think couples who are willing to go see a therapist yeah. are probably couples that are more willing to work through their 
problems and, True. and not go to divorce as a first option? Well, my goal, anytime I have done it, my goal was always to build in a good enough relationship that they, first of all, associated positive things yeah. with going to see a counselor. Yeah, exactly. That's and, a big thing for yes, me. And associated with coming to see me. So my goal was that uh, establish a good enough relationship, and and you'll and come some job security, and uh, <laughs> and you'll come see me. Come see me in a couple of years, you'll, or no, before that. Okay, yeah, yeah. come see me. Come see me. You know, when it gets tough in the first year. Okay, yeah. and it, and I just let him know, and it will inevitably. It and does. I'm here. Yeah, right. You have my number, right? And we have a relationship. We have but a then rapport. we'll have something to wor- work with. Yeah, because one of the gurus I, I uh, study under uh, a guy named David Schnarch, and one of his great statements is, "Nothing prepares you for marriage except marriage itself." It's true. Right. You got to get in it. It's just like having kids. Yeah. I mean, nobody yeah. does. So people, oh, are you, I don't know if yeah. they're ready to get married. No. Who's ready to Nobody's get married? Ready. Nobody's ready to get married. Nobody's ready to have kids. Oh my gosh. And then, oh, I mean, think of it. You would think we would, we, we would probably do better with pre-kid therapy than we would with oh, pre-marital word. therapy. But what, yeah, yeah. what, what could you do other than, <laughs> you know, I used to teach high school in another life, and I taught a marriage and family class, and we had these computerized babies. Yeah, it's not the same, though. No, it's not. Just put them in a room with 20 cats. Right. <laughs> but it was... <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but it was interesting watching these, because we had... They had to get... We let them through some interesting exercises, where they had to... Uh, they got paired up with somebody. Right, right So right. a girl and a boy got yeah. paired up. They had to plan out the wedding, which meant they had to have a conversation with the parents to see what the budget would be. Oh boy, yeah, right? that's fun. And that was fun, and they had to bring in the budget and yeah. show it to me and tell me what the conversation was like. But then they had the computerized baby, and so they had to take care of it for a week, and uh, I would plug it in, and it would tell me, did they leave it crying or whatever, and, and sometimes it broke and would scream the entire night, Oh, and they would want special whatever, and I was like, I just said, yeah. welcome, welcome to, to parenting. Welcome to parenting, exactly, <laughs> yeah, welcome to colic. That happened to me, <laughs> right? But, and, and so, <laughs> if anything, hopefully it, it, was good birth control. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, uh, I think you just set yeah. up a camera in my house and yeah. that would be all the yes. birth control. It'd be like all a scared need. straight program all for uh, high school students. Funny. So, so you're not a big fan of, uh, or not, it's not that you're not a fan. I just, uh, it, it, yeah. It, it has limited value. Sure. It has limited value. Again, so, so, um, but for me, I do require it before you, me, before be, you get, yeah, before, before I'll you. do sure. the marriage, yeah, that's fine. Because I want to get to know these people. I don't want to marry strangers. Sure, that's fine. You know, so, so it, there's not harm in doing it. Okay, so that's a good thing to say. Yeah, so there's, there's no harm. harm in Absolutely. it. Absolutely, it's not a panacea. It's not a cure all. There's no harm in it. I just wish it would contain within it, like you always say. Okay, three sessions before we get married. Well, I wish you would say three sessions afterwards as well. Okay, that's a good thing. Yeah. Okay. I won't do it. I won't marry you until you see me three times before the, set, before the marriage, and then and you have three times in the first three times and the three times in the first six months. Okay. And what would you include in the pre premarital stuff? Well, the premarital stuff it would include some family mapping stuff because the biggest thing they're going to run into is it's the family of origin. Yeah, family of origin yeah. issues, and they're going to continue to come up the rest of their lives. That's one of the things yeah. that I talk about. Is think through what are the unwritten rules in your family? Sure. And you that's know, the and, thing. If you yeah. can unearth some of the expectations that mm-hmm. are there. Oh, right? my goodness. I remember having a couple in my office, and I remember asking them, okay, so when you get married, like, how often do you think you're going to have sex? Sure. Yeah. And she said, I was thinking we, we'd probably have sex like two or three times a month. Mm. And he looked like, like someone had run over his dog. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I said, <sighs> not what you were thinking. He, he said, like, I was thinking two or three yeah, times a day. day. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, but to get the because that's a healthy conversation. Yeah, to have. yeah, get the expectations out, yeah. you know, and and what what's the one thing that you're scared about the most, yeah. right? What what's the one fight you hope you don't have in the first year, mm-hmm. you know? What and but trying to it, well, and and about the, the there's so much anxiety about the wedding itself. Oh my gosh! So we would spend an entire session just talking about that. Sure. To and 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 usually uh, this is a stereotype. Yeah, I know that, but. This is one of those things, anecdotally, it has been true in my practice. Okay? Right. So where you ask her, like, when did you first imagine what your wedding day right. was going to be like? Right. And she is like, was I was eight, eight years, years old, old yep. Yep. and I had the Disney princess soundtrack mm-hmm. and all my bridesmaids were wearing this color, you know, whatever. Right. And you ask him, like, when is the first time you thought about what your wedding was going to be like? And he goes, uh, right now. Yeah. Yeah, he's not thought about it at all. So just to get them thinking... In Horrible terms of, stereotypes, of course. I, but, I know, but again, yes. it, it, it's been anecdotally true sure. in my office. But starting the conversation, again, can be helpful. But yeah. I, I would love that recommend. I would love for pastors... That's because, a good one, yeah. yeah. Come see me three times afterwards. In the first six months? Yep, in the okay. first six months. Now, for that pastor who's out there listening, because yeah. there's one of them, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what, what are the three things he should be on the lookout for? In those first, like first six months of that couple's marriage, I would. Uh, I'm always. I always want to work with what they have more than probing, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, okay. So what's been the biggest fight so far? Okay, right? Because yeah. I'm always like, I don't want to. Inv- I'm never a digger for digging's sake. You're, no, no, no. There's, yeah, as I, a therapist, I, I there's enough material there. So I want to say because like what's happened. Tell. I would want to say, all right. Uh, reflect on your experience with the mar- with the wedding. Yeah. And whose family what? freaked you out? And what was the worst part? What well, about the honeymoon? What do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember anything about the... Because for sure. a lot of married couples, it's like a blur. Sure. They don't sure. remember anything about the ceremony itself. And But my big thing, I'm, uh, I'm going to really... Have you watched the videotape? Yeah. Have you looked I never, at it? I have never you, have. Yeah, no. <laughs> Nobody you ever know does. Where it is. Yeah, no. no clue. It's 20 years ago. It's interesting. We never did, but... I, Family of origin stuff's going to come up in the wedding yeah. and say, and then, so, okay, whose family, who, of all your extended family members, who's been the craziest <laughs> since you got married? Yeah. You know? What's the what's the biggest fight you've had so far? I would ask, I would say, okay, and tell me about the best sex you've had. But I'm a sex therapist, so uh, I would already, I would already <laughs> lay that. creepy voyeur stalker. Yes, We've already exactly. established that. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I became a sex therapist. <laughs> So you'd want to know about the, what, what's going on in the bedroom. Sure. You'd want to know sure. kind of what's the biggest, what's the dis- biggest argument, yeah. the biggest disappointment. Yeah, the biggest disappointment. What's the best thing so far? And, and, but I would, I would do what's it. What's the weirdest gift you got? Yes. That, oh, my gosh. Yeah. We got, do you remember, like, because there's, there's always one gift that you get 25 of. Yeah. I, man, I, I'm, I do not remember. We had hand name. blenders. And you know, oh the, yeah, yeah, the make the little yeah, milkshake like thing a, or whatever you put it in the glass or something yeah. like that. You know, yeah. we got we got eight or nine of those. So every wedding we went to for the next two years, <laughs> that's what those people <laughs> got. <laughs> we had a closet full that's awesome. of them. Uh, and and uh, yeah, we got a couple of weird. We still games. have some of the knives that we got. Yeah, we got you know Chicago or what is oh, that? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, not Chicago. Cutco. Yeah, yeah, Cutco. Yeah, we got the block thing. I think yeah, we still yeah, have yeah. the block thing. The blo- <laughs> I think we still have the block. Thing. My friend Stephen Ingle gave us that. You see, remember that? Oh, I do. I remember nothing you, you like don't that. Remember it. Yeah, nothing Sorry. like that. Don't remember. My any brain of is that. weird. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so uh, so premarital counseling, mm-hmm. um, you'd want to explore. Post, I want to. So premarital and postmarital. It's got to lead to postmarital, or and, else I think it's. And premarital, you'd want to talk about expectations. Yeah. You'd want to talk about like competing definitions of normal. Yeah. You'd, you'd want to talk about family of origin sure. things. And then uh, postmarital, you'd want to know like what are what are what's the, the fights you've had? Yeah, what's the fight you've already had? Tell me about family members that are already driving you guys crazy or and being invasive or whatever. I want to get at what are the tender spots that yeah. are already beginning to. What are the fissures that are beginning? Patterns. Yeah, that are yeah. getting yeah. already cracking in the the. Uh, you know, we, we all have this kind of um, illusion that we've built upon. You know, and yes, that so when so what are the kind of fissures that are cracking at that illusion so we can get to the real stuff underneath? Well, yeah, and you had this image of what your wedding was going to be, right? And then how did that compare to what it actually turned out to be? And a lot of times, there's so much attention to the wedding. Oh, that there's gosh. not that much attention paid to the marriage itself, yeah. And that's almost a cliche now because it's ridiculously true, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so there you have it. We, uh, by the way, we are advertising now at the Screen Free Institute. We've taken out an ad in a, 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 a bridal magazine. Really? Did you hear about this? No, I did yeah, not yeah, hear yeah. about we, this. We, uh, it'll be out in uh, January. So I, I go, go Atlanta Modern Bride or whatever. I go it is. under anesthesia for one day, and, and I start suddenly spending we're like, spending money yeah, willingly. Right. Woohoo! Yeah, that's right. Taking out full page ads and the. Yeah. Um, but it, it will have your picture, and it'll have a bunch of words under it that I wrote. Oh, that's fantastic. So there's that's, that. That's, that's yeah, but, but this is a, this is interesting um, because the whole theme of the uh, magazine mm-hmm. uh, for for the first half of the year next year will is uh, firsts. Hmm. And you know, married couples experience a ton of firsts. Well, together. that's yeah, like I was saying, the first argument. Yeah, well, yeah, and there, yeah. there are people out there listening right now, probably one or two, who this is their first Christmas. Today. Right, it's a big one. Right, that's a big, big deal. Whose family we're going to go to, and what are you know? I, some friends of mine at, at our church. A guy who plays guitar. He teaches my daughter guitar. Mm-hmm. He just got married a couple of maybe three weeks ago, and uh, and I just saw on Instagram they posted a picture of their Christmas tree. It's uh, our first Christmas tree da-da. decorated together, yeah. you know, that's, and all that kind that's of stuff. Sweet, so yeah, they're setting kind of... patterns now. Sure. Uh, first New Year's together. First uh, time sure. you have to stay home sick from you know yeah, from first, work. Yeah. First time you lose a job, first time you buy a house. First time you have to call in sick for your husband because he's hungover. <laughs> what? Huh? First time you get into an argument that lands you on the sofa. Yeah. You know, those kinds uh, of things funny. happen, you know. And so sure. so one of the things that it, we put in this ad was um, uh, there are a lot of people to help you through some of those first. Yeah. A lot of people who will, you know, mom and dad may pitch in a little bit on the down payment to help sure. you buy the first house. Yeah. Everyone's going to rally around you when you announce the first, first kid, yeah, you know. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. But there are other firsts. You know, that first time you have to call in sick. Yeah. That first time you get into that argument and he leaves and you're not sure if he's coming back. Right. That first night apart where business caused him to travel yep. and you're nervous and anxious about all this stuff. Yep. Those are different kinds of firsts. And who is going to be there to walk with them through that. Mm-hmm. And so that's uh, what I said was that's where the Screen Free Institute comes from. Oh, We're very cool. Help you walk through those kinds of firsts so that we can make sure that firsts don't become last. Wow. Ah, oh, look at that. that. <laughs> that's cute. Wow. Man. I'm fancy. But fancy. So, so for that couple out there. Yes. And uh, may, maybe they went through premarital counseling. Maybe they didn't. I right. don't know. But right. they're in that first year marriage and they've gone through all kinds of firsts and it's been a great year. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's some other stuff. 
what 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 sh- what's their next step? Breathe. Re- Ooh, that's good. Breathe. Just breathe. That's the first step. Just breathe. It's the reactivity to that first that mm-hmm. will kill you. It's not the first that will kill you. Okay. And your marriage. It's the reactivity it's your reaction to it. Yes. To it. It's not the allergen, it's your body's reaction to the allergen. Okay. Right? So you need to take a histamine blocker. Yes, exactly. Sorts. An antihistamine. <laughs> that is what your breathing can do. Right? <sighs> and so that's always my first. Just breathe and think about what do you want most? Mm. That's what we're always calling when my counseling practice, I'm always calling to people to, I want to figure out what it is they want most, because that's going to help talk you off the ledge. Because when you're not getting what you want right now, then... That becomes that becomes everything, everything in your world. Everything. Uh, and you can abandon... Why won't she? Why mm-hmm. won't he? Why doesn't he? Why do they? It's always about, like, what is thwarting Right you in front from of you. Right, yeah, exactly. And if you can... Take a yeah. Take a breath. Take a space. Space. Time and space have this amazing capacity to allow the essential human parts of ourselves, the best parts of our brain, the best parts of our spirits, to talk to us. And we got to hear those parts of us. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're just being reactive, we don't hear those parts. We just right. hear these kind of reptilian parts of ourselves that just say, "Get out!" Uh, a right? reptile is a cold-blooded animal, just purely instinctive and reactive. And and, and uh, for warm-blooded mammals, yeah, right, our body stays ninety-eight point six. Yes, doesn't matter what happens inside, what uh, what happens outside, unless yeah. we have some sort of infection or unless unless right. we are ill. You know, we are ninety-eight point six. Um, reptiles don't have that; they just react to whatever is around them, and so they will become cold. And so they, they, they are what we call a thermometer. Yeah. Right? A thermometer is just purely reactive to the environment around it, and so it fluctuates with that. It can't control itself. And part of the journey of becoming a human being, part of the journey of becoming an adult human being is... is going from a therm- thermometer to a thermostat. Yes. A thermostat, and, and the reason why I love that illustration is a thermostat has a thermometer in it. It has to measure what's going on in the surrounding yeah. environment. In order to know the best response. But it helps shape that environment. Mm-hmm. Right? And it says, whatever you do, if you get cold, yes. if you get hot, I'm going to stay 68 degrees. Right. And if I need to turn on the cooler air, I'll do that. Or if I need to turn on the warmer air, I'll do that. Right. But I am willing to do what it takes to maintain 68 so degrees. So I will respond to the environment. Right. Appropriate, but I will not react to it. And if there's one lesson I could bl- bestow upon every spouse, it would be forever be in the journey to learn how to respond rather than react. And the only way you get there is if you learn to breathe. See, reacting is knee jerk. Yeah, reacting is instinctive. Yeah. Or is it instinctive or instinctual? I, it's reactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's that it really is that uh, thoughtless yeah. response, right? Fight or flight kind of thing. Um, whereas responding is chosen, is, is measured. Yes. Yeah. It's it's it's. I have, I have some options here. Yes, and I have weighed those options. I feel this in I think light this. of what I want most. Yes. Not what I want right now, but what I want most. I believe of all of my options, this is the wisest course of action. Right. And that's responding. Like, did we talk, did I talk about my wife and I having the argument on the, did we talk about that last, last about podcast? driving home? Yeah, driving yeah, home, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And my wife yeah. just stopping right there <laughs> and saying. <laughs> or I'm about to say the yeah, worst thing Yeah, I'm about to say I've the worst s- thing I've ever said to you. So I'm going to stop and I would like for us to stop. 
right? Creating that pause so that we can breathe. And we had 30 minutes of very intense breathing, <laughs> right? Where there was nothing uttered between us. No You're music playing. all those yes. Lamaze oh my gosh! from back in the day. It was intense, right? Ooh. But that's what enables us that, that, to be married 20 years, mm. is being able to learn that habit more than any other habit, more than learning any love language that she speaks, more than learning the, what her Christmas gifts are, more than learning anything. It's learning how to pause and breathe. Okay, now one thing I can say about you mm. that I don't know that, I don't know if you share this with many people. Mm-hmm. Your wife is also incredibly screen free. Yes. And, and so it, it, obviously it's very natural for you when you're out speaking to people, you share lots of examples of your wife and how your wife has responded in yes. these uh, amazingly uh, screen free ways. Yes. Uh, there, there are probably a couple of guys out there and probably a couple of women out there sure. who don't have that. Well, here's what I say to that. I don't think it... I don't think it's something you have or you don't. She was not scream-free at the beginning. Neither was I. Uh, you were both enmeshed. Very, yeah, very yeah, enmeshed. You both came Terribly, from, right? Yeah. And so how did we get there? Well, through tons and tons of therapy and through very, very difficult journeys that we've had to go through together and through conversation after conversation after conversation about this stuff. Now, the one thing we had was I went to graduate school to learn so much about this and became a therapist. Well, that gives us a huge advantage, sure. right? Yeah. Right? But, but the stereotype is, yeah, that you know, marriage is and family therapists have terrible you, marriages. Yes, they're divorced four times and whatever, <laughs> right? But the deal is that we we just got into a habit of talking about it a lot before the moment, talking about the moment, if that makes sense. Before the moment comes, talking talk about the about moment. The so moment. we talk about with kids a lot, right? But it, it, I believe that. You know what? It's too easy to slip back into the, well, my husband is not very scream-free, and so I can't be. Right. Well, you don't understand what it means to be scream-free then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're being scream-free when your husband is not. That's what, that's a true test. Right. And Can the more you do, you do it, I believe it will shape your spouse. Maybe not shape your spouse as quickly as you would like them to. Right. But how you represent yourself, again, continually this is the, will shape it. This is one of the strangest things. I don't understand why this is, mm-hmm. but I, I understand that it is. Okay. If you're trying to be scream-free to get your spouse to be scream-free... It don't work. It will not work. It don't work. Somehow or other, that short-circuits the whole thing. Even yeah. though your behavior may be incredibly scream-free, if your motives your motives leak out there yep. somehow or other into the ethos... It becomes passive-aggressive yeah, that really way. it really does. Yes, and that's one thing my wife's very, very good at, is sniffing out that. Yeah. And she'll call BS on that very, very, very quickly. <laughs> You're just doing that to get yep, me to... Yep, and so she'll call that. And, and again, but then representing yourself when your spouse is not being scream-free is mm-hmm. far better than trying to be scream-free. I mean, it's... I'm going to represent... You know what? I don't like it that you find it so difficult to apologize even when it's clear that you're wrong. Yeah. And I don't know what to do with that, but I'm going to let you know I don't like it. And then leave just it. Leave, leave it. it. Yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah. the hardest Don't part. Is wait just for them leave to, it. Yeah, that's that really is because what you want, you want, you want, you want it to close the loop. Yeah, because you uh, you're yeah. used to dialogue. You know, I want to see this on the yep. screen. Now the other person says this, and then we have resolution. Right. So I've told you. Mm-hmm. So you're, are you going to apologize? Right. What about now? How about now? Still no apology. Yeah, I, I can't believe you. You're impossible. Yeah, I know. 
which meant you were doing it in order to get, exactly. which meant you were not being screen not free. Not really being screen free. Right. Yeah. You weren't representing yourself. And so it's the, I would say the absolute toughest part is to just leave it. Yeah. I don't like this. I could be wrong about it. I don't know. But I know I don't like it. And I don't need you to guarantee me it's going to change. I don't no, need you gosh. to fight back with me. Mm. I don't need, I, I just wanted to express that. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. But it is the only way you actually get what you want. Yeah. Because what you want is for them what not... What you want most. Yes, what you want most is for them to apologize out of their own volition, not because... Yeah, you don't just want them to apologize, right. you want them to want to apologize. On their own, yeah. not because you coerced them. No. Now, they may apologize because you've brought something to their attention that they weren't aware of. That's different. Yeah, it, it is. Right. Because they're not mind readers. Well, <laughs> you know, they may have they may have hurt you yeah. in a way that you're not aware of, or that they weren't aware of. Yeah. So yeah, you got to tell them. I know that was. Hey, yeah, I, I know this. Was... You may not even know this, but when you said that that way, when my friends were over, that hurt. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if I'm being weak or whatever, but I do want to tell you. Hmm. And that's it. This is the the thing about scream free that is um, appealing and repellent at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it is so incredibly simple. Yeah. And it is so incredibly hard. Right. Because you think about like the advice that we've given today. Yeah. Breathe. Mm. Talk. Leave it. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> you cannot get much more simple than that. Right. Breathe. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. And then leave it. And there. leave it. Right. Why is it so hard? Why are the simple things so difficult for us? Because it's, it's scary. Oh. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. We want it. If it's, if it's complicated, then we've got a built-in <laughs> excuse. Well, I couldn't do it because, yes. I mean, it was, right. you know, it's so complicated. There are 38 steps. But it's like saying, okay, all I have to do... I mean, I, I, I just came from the doctor's office, right? Right. And yeah. I and, uh, saw my knee. It had been bandaged up. And so this was the first oh, time yeah, I got yeah, to yeah. see how, it. What, how, how did it look? Well, I'll show you a picture. I took a picture of it. Oh, cool. So it was right, nasty yeah, yeah. And, and it was huge well, because it was swollen with blood. You want me to show you right now? I'll show you right now. People want to hear my visceral yes. reaction they do? to this they picture do? because okay. they're, in their minds, they're imagining this horrible, gruesome thing. There Oh, that's not bad. Not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Super swollen. Really swollen. Yeah. And that was before he got out the big needle. Oh yeah, and yes. drain that puppy. Yeah, and drain that puppy. I remember that was all. Days. Yeah, that was all blood, right? And he said, "There's tons of blood." Yeah, tons of and blood. So and he said, "Fluid." He said, "It's very simple. Yeah, I'm going to numb this area, <laughs> but it's but it can only." Um, he said, "It's only going to numb the outside. Can't yeah. numb the inside. <laughs> it's going to hurt, oh, right?" Oh, so I'm and then I'm going to stick this thing in there. So it's very simple. I'm going to stick this in there. I'm going to pull this lever out. Blood's going to come out, and your knee's going to loosen up. And it's going to hurt like it's the gonna devil hurt. lives inside <laughs> exactly. your knee. Exactly. <laughs> simple. Uh, yeah. But it ain't easy. No, it's not. Right? It's simple. Lift weights. Build muscle. <laughs> Eat less. less lose weight. More, more. Lose weight. Lose weight. Right. Very, very simple. In fact, uh, you know, I've talked about the, there's a book I've long wanted to write called More or Less. And it's yeah. just the simple choices that we make. Right? Mm -hmm. Move more. Eat less. Equals better shape. Yes. Period. You know? <laughs> read, read more, watch less. Equals <laughs> smarter. Yeah, equals smarter. <laughs> Might yeah. be smarter, right? You know? Uh, and it's, it, but we, we don't like simple. No. 
We like complicated because I think that gives us a built, I, I know I do, oh, it gives me a built-in excuse, ah, but it's, when it's simple and it's hard. There's a, there's an old, there's a Sondheim song called Anyone Can Whistle. Hmm. And uh, the guy is talking about a relationship. Okay. And that's what, what he basically says is, um, uh, if you told me to go slay a dragon or uh, learn how to read Greek, mm-hmm. I could do that. Yeah. But if, if you asked me to just whistle, I wouldn't be able to do it. Mm. Anyone can whistle, but I can't mm. because it's too simple. I want a long, complicated, drawn out algorithm. Yeah. Send me on a quest. Send me to do something impossible Mm. to pull the sword out of the stone or whatever. I could do that. I could figure out a way how to do that. But if you tell me to just let go and relax, or just simply say thank you. Yeah. I mean, I'm battling uh, some intense feelings with this recovery thing because. Uh, some people know that um, a month ago, my wife had her yeah. own surgery, Yeah. right? And much less intense surgery, skin, skin cancer, but, but and, much yeah. scarier diagnosis, yeah. right? Second time she had cancer, it's a big deal. But now she's doing great from that. But she's coming off that, plus she's doing her own graduate degree, and she's a full-time teacher of yeah. seniors in high school. And and you get to come in here, and we just talk for like an yeah, hour, exactly. and, and this is yeah, your job. And, and <laughs> my recovery involves a ton of work on her part. Yeah. Because I can't walk. Yeah. Can't. She's lifting my leg into bed. She's having to replace the ice in my mm-hmm. ice machine that ices over and over and do everything for me. She's got to go get you dinner and bring yes, you dinner exactly. and a drink exactly. and a this and a She's thing. working yeah. so, so hard, and of course, I'm battling all these feelings of, oh, I'm, I'm a, a burden, burden on exactly. my wife. Exactly. Yeah. But- you know what cuts through that whole thing? Thank you. Mm. Simple. When she fills my ice machine, I just reach over and I discipline, discipline myself to do this. Instead of apologizing, I'm so sorry, I'm whatever, sorry and that creates, and that's complicated. All, all I do I'm is like, I reach out and I touch her hand and I look at her and say, thank you. It's the simplest thing in the world and that's all, that makes it all completely worth it to her and easier yeah. for her just, it's amazing. So many times we, the biggest thing we're, we're fighting in our marriages is the feeling that we're just underappreciated. Mm. Not that we want everything to be equal. No. Just if you just noticed just acknowledge and the acknowledge that I am and, doing stuff Yeah, here. just say thank you. Thank you for writing that check to the lawn guy. Yeah. The simplest thank little tiny thing. Thank you for taking care thing. of the dry cleaning. Right. Thank you right. for going to the grocery store. Yes. Those kinds of things. Thanks for picking up the meds. Yeah. Right to the CVS. The thank you. Yeah, it's, thank you. Yeah. it's the simplest things. Thanks for making the bed. And, and and again, but you have to do it. You have to leave it. Yeah, you, to, yeah, that, yeah, you yeah. can't do it now, in a way. Is there something now, you yes, might want to say to exactly. me, huh? Because I sure I'm doing oh a lot of things gosh. too. Just a simple thank you. We think it needs to be more complicated than that. It doesn't. Breathe. Mm. Tell the truth. Tell the truth and leave it. Leave it. Yeah. Say thank you. Yeah. Say, I'm sorry. Yeah. I blew it. I'm sorry. Say, ouch, that hurt. Yeah. These are, again, this Mm -hmm. is simple, basic stuff. Yeah, we need to to do a thing, just the simple phrases that change your marriage. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ouch. (laughs) Right? That hurt. How can I help? Yeah. I want you. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's a big one. No, it's a huge one. I want you. Man. Because that's, again, for for a lot of couples out there, you know, sex and all that kind of stuff, you know, it gets complicated after a while. Oh, my gosh. But it's a big difference saying I want to have sex and you're the person I want to have sex with. Yeah. Versus, no, I want you. I want and I don't know what it's going to look like. I just want you. Yeah. I want to be closer with you in a unique way that I'm not going to be with anybody else. Yeah. yeah. I want you. All right. We need to write this as a little short little guide. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you get on that? Little phrases. Why don't you get on that? <laughs> okay. So maybe between now and you yeah. know, maybe next, next time next you week. go under the knife, I'll spend all the money and I'll- There you uh, go. I'll, uh, You'll I'll get write that this done? book up. Yeah. Okay. I'll be on meds. Hey, thanks for listening to You Must Chill, the weekly podcast on all things screen-free. Two guys learning how to calm down so we can grow up and get closer to the people who matter most. We'll talk to you more next week. Peace.